0: We're recording. We're recording.
1: Okay. All right. Hold on. Do you want to?
2: <laughs> I was I'm waiting, on, I was you waiting wanna, on you, you man. man. Oh, oh, but right,
0: right. <laughs> y'all, y'all are the Atlanta I'm sports bad. guys, man. I'm, 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 I'm gonna, I'm take gonna a, take a a, 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 a back seat in this one.
1: one. Okay, okay. All okay. right. All right. Um, just, just, just like, just hit it, and then, uh, yo, i jump in. All right. All right. We're good.
0: Good.
1: Yo, welcome, uh, once again back to RTBTH. It's your boy Hirsch out here. Obviously, with my co-host Tunde on the mic. Sadly, our boy Eji couldn't make it this evening. But we do have another special guest, a returning guest today to talk Atlanta sports update with everybody. Nice little quick hitter. You know, it's about halfway through the NFL season. So right now, I want to, you know, give it up for our boy Parodies, his return to RTBTH. What's up, what's up? Like yo? Yo. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome back, P.
2: you uh, guys, man.
0: Our Atlanta sports expert. Yes. Go ahead and check uh, the catalog, the, the backlog, I should say, of the R2BTH podcast. You can find P on there talking about Atlanta sports. That's why we call him ATLP.
1: Yes, indeed. So, speaking of Atlanta and updates, you know, off rip. We do want to say, you know, since this is uh, a little bit sad news, obviously everybody has heard by this point, but RIP takeoff, you know, meant a lot to the city. They just had the funeral earlier, uh, I guess, last weekend. Um, but, you know, salute to him for, uh, you know, being being the dude that he is, holding it down for that, for Atlanta. Um, and in transition, I know that's a sad note, we do also want to celebrate some life that our man parodies has brought into the world again, the horns. Thank Yo. you guys.
2: Thank you, man. Baby girl. That's all the, the sex, man.
1: bro. <laughs> Thank you, That's man. Thank you guys.
2: Yeah, Yo, absolutely.
1: You want to, you want to give out to the fans as a new father?
2: What's that? Any advice you want to give out to the fans as a new father? Uh, Man, be ready. Cause <laughs> they do not leave your side. They are there 24, seven. So uh, just make sure you're ready, man. Don't be silly, rapper Willie. Till you're ready, you know what I mean. <laughs> oh yeah, excellent advice. Excellent advice, baby. Bruh, That is some fantastic <laughs> advice.
1: Yes,
0: I've thought about that too. I'm like, man, that child ain't going nowhere ever. If I was, <laughs> if I were to have one, so
2: yeah, that's, that's a- another reality, man. The 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 baby just always being there. You're like, oh man, yeah, you're still here. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep him alive. I feel
1: you. <laughs> All right, man. So the first thing that we could just jump into, dive straight, head first, smack dab into. I really hate to speak on it because it really brings me so much pain, like many of our listeners, I'm sure. But, bro, we got to talk about this Falcon season thus far. Um, bro, it's
0: not been that bad.
1: bad. Yeah, it's been tight, man. It, okay. Yeah. All right. Give me, give me the lowdown on on how you have perceived the season, and, and I'll let you know how I feel. Verdes.
2: Uh, yeah, for sure. There's a lot of negatives, like Mariota, you know, big uh, negative, right? So that's frustrating, right? But it's only frustrating because we see that we have a pretty good coach that can do something with these players. That is not like that talented of a roster, right? So next year he's going to get another offseason of guys that are like, you know, his that, that have the mice that he needs, and. You know, if he could do with that and then add the talent level to the coaching, you know, so there's optimism there. Um, And, you know, it's nice to see them run the ball, you know? For sure. Is this new wave of like six, six, was it six man, like six man football where now your quarterback, you have designed runs like the Josh Allen's, the Lamars, where it's not just them like play extension. And they run the ball, but it's like play action reads and design QB runs for them. And it makes it hard for, like, you know, uh, defenses to, to keep up with it. So we have, like, the Walmart version of that with Mariota. So it's like he's doing what he can with what he has. And you can see that he's a good, like, strategist. So, you know, maybe he picks some of that from Mac Vrabel because he's like, Vrabel's a great coach. So you can see a little bit of Vrabel in him. Um, so there's yeah, I- a lot of optimism, man. I got to jump in here real quick and just say
0: that this uh, design quarterback thing. I, I don't. I'm not like that much of an analyst. Herschel, I know, is on the X's and O's like more than anyone that I know. I know Paradise is too, but Josh Allen and the Bills are killing that shit with the oh, with yeah. the quarterback because yeah. um, he he's a punishing runner. So yeah. you know, you give him like he doesn't need as much space as other quarterbacks. They're trying to get open space and and run for fifty. He'll just truck you.
2: And that gets you yards anyway.
0: uh, I'm going to let y'all continue.
2: I mean, look at him in this past game. Yeah. He was questionable because of his, you know, what's that, ligament stuff? Yeah.
1: And his elbow, I think. Yeah. Your body starts to break down when you're taking big hits. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. Just like you said, there are definitely teams that are figuring out how to exploit that. Um, Of course, in, you know, most recent years, the trend has shifted towards that. But like, even Justin Fields, who, like, at the beginning or the first two or three games this season, people were ready to call that dude a bust. Like, ready to throw yeah, the man. whole towel in. Was- so now, you know, he's he's strung together four solid games where they've effectively, you know, identified ways to, like, just put the ball in his hands and just run. And like you said, we got, you know, maybe not even the Walmart brand of this. It might be the clearance <laughs> of Walmart brand and Mariota because my man is out here just – and I think, you know, part of, you know, what he's doing is uh, he's recognizing, like, this is kind of the last stop right here. Like, you, he, he's playing like – it's for his job, and they've you know the Falcons have already drafted Desmond Ritter, who you know now after this abysmal Thursday night game, which all Thursday night games are gonna be kind of trash. But like as the quarterback making decisions, some of the decisions we're seeing Mario to make are like, all right, we got to see what this other with go- what this other dude is talking about because can't have you out here on your back getting ready to throw pick sixes, you know, just willy nilly, just lofting it up there. I I can't keep seeing that. My heart can't take it. You know, he's, he's already had, you know, so many fumbles of the snaps during this season so far. He's good for at least one to two every game where it's just like, oh, yeah, you made this great play. And then all of a sudden you're, you're turning the ball over in, in the most precarious ways. Not even just like, all right, I, I kind of understand throwing a pick at the end of the game or some shit like that. But like, bro, you just ran 15 yards and, you know, barely got tapped. Or you just dropped the ball. You just, You just let it go. I don't I don't understand that. So I definitely feel you on where the coaching is at. I do like that Arthur Smith style. I think you're right that he may have picked some stuff up from Bull. But, of course, he's also coming from, like, that punishing runner of Derrick Henry. And mm-hmm. then, you know, Cordero Patterson is somewhat similar. I'm not going to call anybody uh Derrick Henry, obviously. King Henry is He's out a here. big guy, man. Yeah. Patterson's a but big guy. He's agreed. hard to take down. Agreed. But then even beyond, Patterson, who was injured like four or five, he was on IR for, I guess, the six-game mm-hmm. minimum. And we were able to run the ball with two new guys, rookie – uh, uh, i'll tell yeah, yeah and yeah humbly has been making moves too he didn't do enough he's fantasy for time, but but yeah yeah for sure <laughs> he, he's lowering the pad so yo, I definitely love it um there are other aspects of the game because you know I know this is a rebuild year I feel you there but like seeing the Falcons one have the division lead for a moment and then two being so close to to so many victories and then just squandering it in just the most absurd fashions is just it's bad well, for my heart
2: I hear you because the the frustrating part is is the the argument you would think to have Mariota in is because he's a veteran and will like be at least game manager but he's he's throwing these turn like having these turnovers but not the upside right it's not right. like usually you'll keep a guy in that has some turnovers if he has the upside of like giving you a 30 40 35 40 point performance right but he doesn't have that but I, I don't know. Maybe they're just trying to safeguard. Like I mean, Smith is sticking to Mariota. He's not moving from him. He, he's even after him. you'd
1: say, even after I, I didn't read anything from today, but that yeah, Thursday night today, game, yeah. you know, and and also I think it is it, it is just like all right, you played in prime time, and you were the only team on, so everybody gets to like super analyze and look at every single bad thing that you did. So you know, two days. After that Thursday night game, there's a media you know, frenzy of like, mm-hmm. all right, should Mariotta be up out of here? I think that, of course, works against him. Um, but I and and maybe this is my dad in my ear talking about like, yo, it's time for Desmond Ritter. It's time for Desmond Ritter. I'm like, oh, it is for I, sure. I, I feel you. Yeah. Oh, OK. So you you do think that it's time for Desmond Ritter.
2: Oh, well, yeah. 100%. I'm just okay talking about the reality of like like because here's the thing, right? Uh, if you put in Ritter. What's it going to do? Have two, three turnovers a game like Mariota? Like, so what's the difference? At least yeah. now he can... Can't be worse, right? Yeah, see what you got, and maybe... Because uh, maybe take another quarterback in and, and the next upcoming draft, you know, or... Um, I don't know, but at least... I mean, the, fun, the... Mariota just throwing that pass from his back is just like... Yeah. It, like, it's just like, what are you doing, bro? It's like, yeah. you really think you're fighting for a job here like that? Like, it, you're not. Yeah. Like... Uh, I don't know, man. Mario is definitely the, the sour... This, because it's not necessarily the decisions, but just missing throws, like missing pits. A handful mm-hmm. of times that he needs to hit that. Like, yeah, again, even if you underthrow him, it's game, fine. Yeah. But just completely missing him, you know? But the yeah. thing is, is like this, we were projected to be the worst team in the league, right? And so, mm-hmm. that's the optimism, sure. right? Is like we're definitely overachieving. Mm-hmm. And so is that limbo do you try to go push for the playoffs or do you try to keep i think Mar. i think they're trying to tank a little bit and marietta is doing the best he can
1: yeah low-key yeah i feel you yeah
2: they still squeaked out four wins yeah
1: exactly and you know on this podcast we love our conspiracy theories so i'm all for the you know they're low-key trying to trying to uh tank but in actuality they've they fucked around and won games i'm not sure if arthur smith is the one paying the refs or talking to tom brady to make sure he gets the stupid ass call or anything like that but you know i definitely feel you that we are just it, it, it it's confidence that you see in the team like performing well and playing well but being that close to, to be able to almost taste victory and then have it snatched away is just oh, yeah it, it's it's heart-wrenching so that's Falcons um, life yeah, exactly. Yeah, this this is the life we signed up for, I guess. I didn't know at the time, but you know, we're here now.
2: I mean, the Panthers game was mm-hmm. hilarious. That was just yes, funny. We,
1: both of, the first one, yeah. Both of us were absolutely ready to lose. Oh, the that first one, game. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, even the second one Thursday, you know, fuck it again Thursday. Oh, night that was long, abysmal. That yeah, was, in in a uh, fucking monsoon or whatever the fuck was going on. But
2: uh, I knew it was coming though. Like mm-hmm. I'm in the Pick'em league and. I just can't pick against the Falcons like that. Same, dude. Yep. So, but I, I stayed away from the game. I didn't pick it. So, mm-hmm. but definitely, I was like, I would have picked the Panthers all day. Yep. I knew yep. it was coming. Oh yeah, big letdown game. Well, uh, gentlemen, I just have
0: to admit, like, I actually have not watched that much football this year or basketball. I Should don't know. I-
1: tell the fans that you quit, retired for the second time from the fantasy league.
0: Well, it's you very abandonous. It's very appropriate given that I am our league's Jordan. So,
1: <laughs> disagree. No <The> six <laughs> championships, bro. Mm, can't let you have that. But you know, honestly,
0: I think part of it might be because I'm not playing fantasy. It could be. Yeah. And
1: I will oh, definitely 100%. be playing fantasy next year. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Your spot got took. So will, bro, Will is you know uh, c- contributor, friend of the podcast. Uh, is out here doing big things in the fantasy league, so of course yeah, I know you're missing out. Yeah, you have that some... SpongeBob meme of uh, SpongeBob and Patrick playing outside, and your Squidward inside. That's right.
0: <laughs> yeah, sometimes it feels that way, but I also think I made the right decision because fantasy is way too addictive and it's gambling. But what I will say is I haven't been fi- watching too much football, so you know, definitely I appreciate you guys uh, breaking breaking it down, breaking down like what's happening on the field and. The trends you're seeing for the Falcons, as you say, Herschel. But but honestly, these guys were in first place for like three weeks of the season so far. You know, so the question about Mariota or Ritter is like, is Ritter going to help you get first place? Because, you know, the Buccaneers and, you know, if there's some hot takes about the, the, the goat, I guess you could say, Tom Brady. But if Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, you know, they have a few s- slip ups, like, is Ritter going to get you what you need to make that l- little push to get in first place? Or is it to Mariota playoff game? Parodies, what do you
1: think?
2: What if, if we have a playoff game? Do I want Ritter or Mariota? Well, well what, nah, do
1: you think that he could get them to the division win to get a home playoff
2: game? I, we're not going to be. Oh, I mean, I NFC. think that's just a waste of time talking about that, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, the, the the NFC is so top loaded. I mean, yeah, we beat the 49ers, but they were hurt so bad on defense. That's why. wait but, but
1: within that. the NFC South, though, the NFC South. Oh, well, I trash. mean, to
2: get the division is trash. So yeah, one hundred percent. You could definitely try to make a push. The Bucks. The Bucks are he- are getting healthy at receiver. Their defense is playing well.
1: But Yo, I hate uh, to say it, Tom Brady is still good. He's still, like, every time I try to hate and be, be mad about him getting mossed and throwing picks and, and doing stupid shit, he also is out
2: here, like, slinging the rock. It's but he's, can't, He can't do it over 16 games, right? That's the agreed. difference now. He can't do it Oh yeah, for, like, so they needed the run game, right? And with mm-hmm. Fournette, he wasn't giving it to him. Now with this other kid, was it Racon White, Rashawn White, whatever his yeah. name is? Yep. He, um... Killing it. Ran all over the Seahawks. Granted, it was a Seahawks defense. But that Seahawks defense has been playing better over the last couple, like the last month or month and a half. But uh, since we played them, right? When we played them, they were a hot mess defensively. But after that, they actually picked it up defensively. But, um, they ran the ball and made Brady's life way easier. And that's the difference. They need to run the ball. Oh, yeah, I feel you. I mean,
1: again, you know, football being my favorite sport, it's that team dynamic of like, all right, bro, you are the best ever. You are the GOAT, but you can't literally do everything. So, yeah. you know, there there's strategy, there's team game going around. Love to see see it. Speaking of success outside of Atlanta, I did want to say uh, RIP and peace to Matty Ice, although <laughs> he rose from the dead this past <laughs> Sunday and was lighting that shit up against, uh, I think it was the Texans or some shit, uh, after the Colts fired their fucking coach and, and threw in, like, Engler or some shit like that. Yo, love to see uh, Ice Ellinger, 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 yes, you're right. Thank you. Uh, but, yo, know, how, how did you feel uh, initially, you know, throughout this season of, like, Matt Ryan's success and then, you know, some failure? Him, of course, getting sacked and blown up. I'm sure you've seen the gifts of just, like, yeah, arms and legs flailing. Uh, so many fucking fumbles from Matty Ice. I mean, it's the
2: Matt Ryan experience. I mean, oh, yeah. I feel bad for the guy. He went to the supposedly better offensive line and uh, can't even stand upright. And then when he can stand upright, I think he's like PTSD. He just does make for some sure. bad decisions, and so that's the Matt Ryan experience, right? Uh, Yo, shout but, out to, well, to the
1: thirty-nine-yard run he had.
2: Weekend, though. <laughs> that was that, crazy. I was
1: watching like, oh shit!
2: Yo, he what took shit. off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, thought I you was all forward.
0: I was like squinting. I was watching Red Zone. I was squinting trying to see if that was – I was like, "Who is is that Matt Ryan? Is that number two? Because I was like, there's no way because he took the fuck off.
2: Man, I was saying, where did all these Matt Ryan fans come from from whenever he got traded? I was like, everybody hated this guy. And now everybody's was like, oh, why are you going to do Matt Ryan like that? I'm like, are you kidding me?
0: Man, honestly, I think the Colts fan will embrace anybody, man. All those fans are Colts fans. Because they've they've been having it rough with at the quarterback position uh, oh, yeah. ever since they got Andrew Luck heartbroken. Yeah. By the way, there's a very good podcast about that situation that I don't remember the name of, but check it out. I guess.
1: Oh
2: yeah, it's on the uh, Athletic. I I think I listened to like one or two episodes, and I have to finish the rest of it.
1: Yeah, man, that fool was like, "I'm out, man." He had some some tough injuries, Andrew Luck. Yeah, didn't he have like a lacerated kidney? Like some shit that you get from—I mean, you every every football game is basically like car accidents—is—is is what I've been told. But like, didn't he have like some internal? Just, just hey, football is dangerous. You know, I think we mm-hmm. we also relearned that again this year with Tua, uh, currently my uh, fantasy quarterback and MVP of the team. Shout out to Will again for that trade. Excellent work, bro. But um, football is dangerous. Like, I think we just don't need to forget that. And I think every time the NFL gets out here and acts like, oh, no, nah, man, you know, it's cool. It's, it's whatever. Derek Carr actually just spoke to it this past week when he was crying in his post game, talking about, like, man, yo, y'all see how much we have to fight? Even, you know, injections. is what He didn't say injections explicitly, but, like, he implied the, the Toradol and the drugs and shit they got to take just to go through practice. And then yeah. people are out here, like, not caring about the game or not showing up or – uh, I, and I'm talking about other players and shit like that. He was he was big emotional, which, yo, football is a an emotional game, and if you're not in it to fucking succeed and win, that shit sucks. It hurts.
2: Yeah, well, man, that, it's terrible.
0: I got an unpopular opinion.
1: Uh, they should retire. Fuck it. And they do. You're right. Yeah. Uh, I recently heard this interview with uh, Ricky Williams on the Libertar show. He does like these weekly shits, but he was talking about you guys remember Ricky Williams, the uh, Dolphins running back from like, I guess, our. Yeah, I listen to those segments, too. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. So he was talking about like his son talking about, oh, man, you know, I don't know if I want to play football. Football is hard. And Ricky was (laughs) like, bruh. Yeah, if football is hard, you shouldn't – yeah, it's it's for these motherfuckers, these Aaron Donalds and shit where, like, yeah, football is easy. Like, I'm out here the one dominating, and, I mean, that's the realest talk that I've ever heard. So, yeah, man,
2: and, but it takes Aaron Donald literally street fight training to get that easy – like, to take it that easy. You know, he's literally preparing for battle. True, yes,
1: yes. But, <laughs> but in terms of the mentality of, like, yo, if you are even at that level, like, yo, I, I kind of don't like this or mm-hmm. – you know, this is not for me. It's, you know, it's not for you. Football is not no, for everybody. it's everyone. not for
2: everybody, man. Yeah. It's not, I have a uh, Milo, my 10-year-old son. He He's like, nope, not for me. Maybe I was like, maybe it could be a receiver and just make a living like a Ted Ginn, just running up and down the sideline yes, and just
1: get out, of bounds. Popping
2: out <laughs> whenever somebody's <laughs> coming up. I mean, he made like, what, a 12-year career out of doing that? Uh, so, oh, yeah. you know, that nah, didn't work. <laughs> it's, it's not for him. He's a basketball guy. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yo, great so, Herschel, transition. Oh, go ahead.
0: You So you basically thought that Matt Ryan was done in his career before he yeah. was
1: resurrected? I thought he was toast uh, after he got benched because it, it really was looking like it. He was taking so many hits. I was personally thinking, just like you guys were talking about, like, yo, it looks like it hurts. And he should probably sit down. I've seen his, you know, he's got like two kids, maybe three at this point. I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, I if I was them, I wouldn't want him to see him get hit. And I don't want him to divorce his wife like Tom Brady. So I don't know,
2: man. I think it speaks to how bad the Raiders are. Let's see how the Colts do next week. It took a game winning drive against the Raiders for Matt Ryan to be resurrected, and the Raiders are a complete shit show. Yeah. I think but- Josh McDaniel's just a shit coach. I think that's just what that is.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's being exposed as well. It'll it'll definitely be some more coaches that are fired before the season is out, I'm sure. So Oh, he's not getting
2: fired. McDaniels? No man, it's his first year. and Now Davis is 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 uh oh oh yeah. I mean, uh, is that his, his name? son? Al Dav- his son, Mike um, Davis. It's not. I Mike don't know Davis. if it's Mike. It's that's running back. back. I feel like yeah. I mean yeah. Whatever. Uh, his son. He's not gonna. He's too cheap, man. There's yeah. gonna be a big buyout with that. He he can't afford that. That's a cash. Oh yeah, and they market. already
1: got screwed over uh, the other buyout with, or it wasn't a buyout, but they had to fire fucking the John, John Rudin. Yeah. oh yeah and i i want to say uh he is the owner with the least amount of money because the football yeah, yeah, team yeah. was was their the, you know only franchise thing. right yeah so damn yo, speaking thing. of and we don't have to you know get super into this but uh yo jeff bezos about to buy the fucking commanders the commies dan snyder no, has to man. sell the team bro toonday i know you haven't been watching football they are forcing dan snyder oh, to sell you the don't team know about this toonday that's some real I mean, shit bro I saw that the Washington
0: D.C. Attorney General's office like brought a crazy lawsuit against them last week it, and the NFL and the commissioner
1: yeah yeah he's getting smizacked he tried to fight it which was also just dumb like he th- he basically threatened 31 other billionaires like yo I got dirt on y'all and then they were like "Bro, so what's they up they sent out
2: Jim Mercy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the dirtiest of them all just, yeah. we he's like, want got him got gone pills.
1: what's up got addictions <laughs> Which what you want Whose mans is this? It was it was definitely one of those moments, and I mean he eventually had to back down. They got a lot of dirt on this pool, so you know. Speaking of John Gruden, um, wait, did yeah, Bezos the really put in an offer? So possibly he he's definitely going to put one in. Uh, right, Parodies. Um, I, I think some no, of the reporting was. Him. Yeah, yeah. I think some of the reporting was like, uh, it can't. So even like Walmart just bought uh, the Denver Broncos and the Walmart Mm -hmm. family could have bought it straight up for the two or four billion or however much much it was. But they end up creating like an ownership group with other, you know, minority owners. They align themselves, you know, try to make it. uh, I I don't know what they're trying to do, but part of uh, this new deal, uh, I think they are trying to diversify ownership. So. He's, like, aligned himself with Jay-Z and and maybe some other owners. Um, I think Matthew McConaughey was, like, noted in one of the groups. And, you know, nothing has been done or reported yet. Like, we'll we'll know. Like, by the time the shit hits the fan, again, because the NFL is a nonprofit
2: organization, they have to, like, disclose the overarching shit, even though the teams are. I want to say they may have done that because they didn't want to disclose uh, Goodell's income anymore. So like they did something with their like classification, I think, or maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But yeah, with, with the Washington sale, they um they're talking about like trying to package a diverse package. You know, that's why they have uh, Bezos trying to align with Jay Z and all that. But they have this guy Allen, right? I think his name is Bruce Allen or some other. Uh, he's uh he's a black um uh but I think he's in production or something like that. But he's he's got money. And yeah. he tried to bid on the Denver team. They didn't give it to him. And so he's going to try to bid on the Washington team. So they could, if they truly wanted diversity, give it to, uh, you know, a man that is truly black with the, him being the main guy instead of him being minority interest. So, you know, NFL likes to play these, like, uh, identity games and stuff like that. So they'll, you know, put Jay-Z with there, But, you know, at the end of the day, it's like they have this guy that is truly can afford to put a majority – of a team and, and kind of be the face of it. And they don't want to, they don't want to do it. Hey, I'm going to look up his name real quick. It's Bob. Yeah. He's Byron at, uh, Allen. Just like look, just Byron Allen, not Bruce Allen. Byron yeah. Allen. Mm. There you go.
0: And Al Davis, son is Mark Davis. Mark yeah. Davis. There we you go. Know, we are, we are you not the loop. We're Thank not you. reporters. We're not reporters on this podcast. You know what I'm saying? We're not, we're not exactly fact checking it. Yeah. Everything that we say, <laughs> but we will come back. We'll circle back <laughs> and, and clarify shit as we need. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right, dude. I mean, it's not just the NFL. Many industries like to play around with diversity and and um it's a talking point. It's a it's a fad um one that's probably long overdue cuz we do need to diversify some shit, but yeah, we'll see how it plays out. I didn't even know that they're there's trying to have like a diversity package for team ownership. That that's some heavy shit right there.
2: Well, it just is better for it's more like easy sale and it, like it's like brownie points on your pitch, right? So, you know, mm. a lot of it's PR. So that's going to be trying to they're going to be they're going to try to put that into their package for sure. Why would why
0: would Uh, what's his what's the owner's name? Dan Snyder? Um. Yeah. Why? Why would he care about the diversity package? He's just trying to get cash out, right?
1: Yeah. So he wouldn't care, but I think it's the other owner. So he would like accept whatever offer. But the mm-hmm. other owners can I don't know if it's necessarily like. So well, they approved the trade. Of, yeah, yeah, they approved. Um, I mean yeah, they, approved they approved
2: the sale, it. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly.
1: Oh, so, damn, that You got like, is, yeah, it's 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 yeah, a legit yeah,
2: yeah. good old good old boys club. You got to right. be accepted by everybody and there's like a waiting list. You know, Jerry Jones is the shadow commissioner basically. That's what they say. Mm. Um, yeah. As the richest so, of the owner or the team mm-hmm. that's worth the
1: most. He's not the richest. The most. Is it Cronky? Is it Cronky that's the richest? Yeah, I think is pretty pretty yeah. rich. But that, I mean, that's the Rams owner, right? Mm-hmm. Nah, he owns the Chargers and a, uh, a team in the Premier League. Oh No, I think Kroenke
2: owns the Rams. Well, well, we'll double check. We can fact check that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> For <you>. Circle back. <laughs> yeah. Stan Kroenke. I
2: think that's his name. Yeah.
1: Mm. Um, but yeah, I feel like, uh, I mean, it's, it's really where it's at. You know, we should all just be billionaires and then buy sports teams. You know, that's really where we failed in, uh, you know, going to college and getting an education you know, instead, we should have just I mean,
0: honestly, you're you making know. it sound like we couldn't, even if we had the billions. I mean, yes, actually. Yeah, we could but not got to get fucking Jerry <laughs> yeah, Jones uh, approval and whatnot. Um, well, yeah, I mean, we'll see. It would be nice to see a black man in ownership. Uh, Jay-Z would be nice. It would be, be also be nice if it was just some random dude that was like just kind of worked his way. It sounds like this Byron Allen guy kind of just he's like he's the
2: perfect guy, man. What does he do? What is? How is he? I think rich? he owned like, like Alien Media Group. Yeah, he's in media, and uh, but he he's he's done acting before. Like if you see his face, you'll recognize him. He's been in like movies and stuff, but he basically has it. it he owns the Weather Channel, you know? Oh like he shit! Does, he, yeah, man, he, he's he's <laughs> that guy, man. He's awesome. That's a motherfucking.
1: <laughs> I didn't even think about that as like a. I mean, it's obvious. Obviously, somebody owns it. Like you know, Rupert Murdoch owns his fucking networks and shit. But like the Weather Channel, oh shit, that's that's some real shit.
2: Okay. Yeah, man. He owns Entertainment Studios, which also includes the Weather Channel. So wow, very cool. He was like a comedian, I think. So, or tried to be a comedian. I don't know. Salute. That's well. I mean,
0: definitely uh, looking out.
2: So here's what he partnered with Sinclair Broadcast Group to okay. acquire their regional Fox Sports News. So he was part of that wholesale. So like you know he he's he's in the thick of it, man. He's he's making moves. Nice, nice. All right. So
1: speaking of making moves, uh, I think we can go ahead and transition to our next Atlanta sports team that I'd like to discuss this evening. Um, so Parodies, we have had some changes in the Hawks roster since last season the additions of Murray uh AJ Griffin Uh, I just want to get some of your takes there and you know if you got some ice trade takes too let me know your thoughts
2: yeah man Hawks uh great moves this offseason I hate to see her go I was a big Cam Reddish fan too so seeing that go him go that sucked uh the other year but I think that's a Nate problem. He couldn't find a way to facilitate him and have him be a facilitator and be the second ball handler or, like, the second team. But it was, like, a two-way street with Reddish. But this year, I think they made the right moves to get some defense in. Murray's a dog, man. I mean, I forget the team we're playing, but he put the team on his back and literally was, even my wife was like, yeah, this guy's good. Like, and I'm like, yeah, that's DeJounte. He's good. He, she was like, yeah, he literally is stealing everything. Like even she's picking up on it and seeing how much of a difference maker he is. And she's a casual fan, you know? So, um, I, I love the fact that this year Nate's letting AJ Griffin play. Nate, Nate, I think is our biggest obstacle, man. He's, 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 he's not going to get us a championship, man. If Trey gives Whoa. us a championship with Nate McMillan, that should be two championships.
1: <laughs> It'll count as two in your personal record yes, book. In my personal I love record that. book
2: <laughs> That is two championships. Nate is not that guy, man. He he literally got lucky the other year making that playoff run with Trey getting hot and everybody playing good, but yeah, he, he's not good, man. Was but that Trey, the bubble it, year or was that right after the bubble when it was a
1: truncated season? Because I, I, I feel like that also yeah, I feel like the the short season also just like played into his favor there. So so I definitely feel you, but Damn, I'm I'm not ready to fire him yet, but okay.
2: no, I mean I would love to fire him. I would have fired him, but uh, Trey, because if you know, you know. That, why we why are we wasting our time? If you know he's not the guy, let's get him out of here. Let's get in. Let's stop wasting talented people's prime years. People act like these aren't people and individuals, and these guys don't have primes and and you know there's a human element to it, and people are acting like oh we'll just play this year out with this guy. No, nah, man, take advantage. You know, get the proper people in, and and if you know he's not gonna win, get him out. Um, get, but
0: get him out and hire Jeff Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so once again to Matt Ryan,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Trey. But then Trey is not doing us any favors, trying to you know. I think force. Well, I think he's trying to find himself in this new like arrangement. But Agreed. definitely in some games, he's like shot us out of it and made some bad choices. But it's very few. But I'm gonna give him. Like some slack, you know, I'm going to give him like, you know, at least half the year to at least figure this out and get his footing. Um, Cause he's so used to having the ball in his hand and giving up some shots. And, you know, he's still got to get his numbers. I mean, at the end of the day, oh, yeah. Trey, Trey is a business. Trey Young is a business. It's trademarked. It's all that. So let's not be stupid and think that he's going to give up 12 points off his average. No, he's got to get his points. And I can respect that. It is what it is, but uh you got to find your ways to do it within the game. I think that's what makes people like KD very good. Um they uh they find their places to get the like Chris Paul. I think that's a very underrated part of his game. He knows when to go, when to get who going, similar to Steve Nash, you know, making sure to get people involved. But you know, Chase up come around, you can't have two Holiday brothers on the floor at the same time and think going to be a contender. That's another point. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bogey needs to get back. Uh, and we still need to make one more move to get us because, I mean, everybody's really high on Dre. He's very good, but I, I gotta see it first before I can believe it. You know, he's, he's played great this year so far. Um, seeing that offseason with Melo, my guy. Uh, I'm a huge Melo guy. So when he was training with them, I was like, oh, you already know this greatness, man. So, Pay dividends. He's been playing a lot better offensively, and but we just we just need one more piece, you know. You know who that should be, right?
0: <laughs> parodies. Ahead, I've already I've already mentioned this in Parodies, but uh, that's kind of what what inspired me to get Parodies back on the podcast. Hashtag RTBTH at ATL underscore P. Thank you for coming back on the podcast. But they they need one more piece, and you know who that piece would be. Well, first of all, they should go after Ema Udoka.
1: <laughs> I mean, he would after that coach. it fell through with the nets yeah he, uh, that clearly people
0: want to hire him and clearly he's available and clearly the the celtics are trying to let him go but the hawks should go after kevin durant kevin durant wants to be out of be out of brooklyn brooklyn honestly their best bet right now is to just try to start over
2: and Brooklyn's I, annoying man yeah. Well, it's annoying. The organization, I mean, not, not the play, the organization. Yeah. Maybe
0: they should be sold. Yeah. Maybe they need, there needs to be a way to get them to sell their team. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, but look, I mean, come on. KD is that piece. KD will literally wrap everything up perfectly. You got Capella and you got Collins who are, you know, very strong front court players. By the way, you could throw it up anywhere to Collins and he'll bring it back down.
2: Um, man, Jalen Johnson's is starting to get some good run, man, and he's got some nice, fresh legs. Cause JC can't do that consistently and stay healthy, man. He's going to try to play that perimeter game, which is completely fine because he plays it pretty good, but he needs to make sure he hit those shots. But man, Okongu is going to need to be that guy as well. Clint, all right. Clint, Clint is good and he's playing a little bit better now. But, um, man, Okongu is like very, very good, man. Okay, parody. So.
0: Regardless of the logistical issues in terms of making the trade happen, what do you think about the piece of KD? All I right, think who, who specifically he he fits so well with the Hawks. Well, KD fits in anywhere.
2: He is literally that guy, man. Like he he can facilitate, he can score, he can play defense. Albeit he's a little bit older now, but he can still play defense just because of his length. Um, I mean, he's high IQ and he just loves to play basketball. He could have held out. He could have held out this past year, uh, and really pushed his way out of there. But I think even the organization knew that he just loves to play basketball and that's all he wants to do. And mm-hmm. he ended up showing up to camp and because. I think regardless of all the BS maybe media puts puts on him and granted some of it could be self-inflicted. Uh, but overall, you know, he just wants to play basketball, you know? And so I wouldn't mind that mentality here because DeJounte's that way, Trey's that way, um, you know, Bogey's that way. You know, we got a bunch of just hoopers on the team. K D would literally solidify us as a as a true contender, but who would we have to give up?
0: That I don't know. I don't know the roster well enough to really. Uh,
2: they were asking a lot. I mean, I'll give up draft picks. I don't care, but because when you have a KD, you have a Trey, you have a Dejounte. At that point, you can start attracting the the you know disgruntled players that want to come play for cheap, or people that are on the later in their career that are great role players now. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you have that true star power, but if you don't, you have to have a just hit on good hit on your picks, you know, or hit on your trades.
0: Yeah, I mean, to me, you know, and I've, I've been, you know, maybe a little bit more uh, passive with with the NBA this season, like with the NFL. Um, but to me, Katie is kind of like in that disgruntled sort of mind frame that you mentioned. Like, he, he's oh, so – 100%. Yeah. He seems so perfect to go and get to just – but the thing is that there's so many teams he can't go to. He can't – like, he's not going to the Lakers – you know, maybe he could go to the to the Knicks, but there's so much like weird tension in the NBA. The the Hawks to me just seems so perfectly wide open for him yep. to come and just like suit up and win a championship.
2: That's I feel comfortable here, because it's, it's, Atlanta's a black city, right? D.C. is a black city where he's from. He's from D.C. or Baltimore, I can't remember, but he's from that area. Uh, yep. He's like from P.G. County area, I think. Uh, so DMV. Yeah, so he you know, I think he'd feel more comfortable here, you know, Um you know, that goes a long way for somebody like him. That's all about, you know, vi- not vibes, but, you know, the energies and being somewhere that he's wanted and just being able to just go out and play. Um, The media here isn't crazy. Like there's no media, very hostility media, here. I'd say, you know what I mean? So, um yeah. I mean, it would definitely be something I would go for, but, um, I mean that'd be crazy, but it's not gonna happen because they're asking for a lot, man. They they were asking for like five first four, like a lot of first round picks, and even KD was cool. He was like, I mean, I get it. They, I know my worth. I know they want to get a lot for me. You know, like that's how true it is.
0: Well, I will say, um, I was sensing. I mean, I think you got to get some some flexibility with the Nets word. To the basketball expert who was on our most recent podcast published uh, before this one, he said that the Rudy Gobert trade <laughs> during the summer kind of messed the market up. So maybe the market is restabilized, but I think the Nets have to, you know, have some flexibility because they 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 have a, a shit situation. Now, they've won a couple games, but they lost to the Lakers, so, you know, maybe not. They're not uh, starting to pick up steam, but they have a shit situation. Kyrie Irving, like, I think they would li- like to let him go, but they can't win games with just KD. I don't think, but they also can't win games they with Kyrie. Could.
2: They could if they yeah. didn't have to. If they had a way to substitute Kyrie's salary, they could definitely go out and find. They got Brogdon around them already. Um, you know, they they could if they could replace Kyrie's salary. The problem is Kyrie's salary is taking up that space, so they can't replace the ta- like that space. But outside of that, I mean, KD could definitely. Win you some games, you know, and yeah. get you in like in the second round. But championship team, no. Yeah. But you know, speaking of, uh, go bear, man, talk about, uh, Danny Ainge being just a predator on new ownership, man. First no, going to go, going on Prokhorov with the Nets when he got all those picks for, for KG. I mean, you know, that trade that Boston did with the Brooklyn when they had that new Russian oligarch owner. When they had uh, KG, Paul Pierce, and somebody else that they got, they ended up turning that into like Tatum, Brown, and like somebody else. Yeah. And then he did this now in Utah. He saw A Rod coming in as a new owner in Minnesota, got all these new picks, and A Rod's just like a dummy. I mean, look, Gobert was the issue because look, Utah's good, Cleveland's good. Minnesota's a mess. Anthony Edwards was out. Who was it? Mike Sher was talking about it on the Levitard Show show. Somebody was saying that, like, literally, Gobert is a problem. Look at the situation.
0: <laughs> Damn. Yeah, Cleveland is is playing be- well with. Um,
2: they're killing it, man. I mean, they got a good. They got a good roster, man.
0: And Jazz apparently, I, again, I haven't been following too closely, but I've seen here and there that they're you know putting up some wins, putting some wins together. Currently. Fourth? They're trying to tank,
2: and they're like, I think, number one in the West or up to top three.
0: Well, they're fourth in the West, but they have the most wins. Oh, four. Yeah. Okay. They also, uh, but they play more games, so. Okay. Um, But, I mean, it's all pretty much the same, in, the, in like, at the top now. Anyway, I'm just looking at it right now. But, uh, yeah, you know, uh, I, Herschel, is there anything that makes sense in terms of the Hawks roster and, and snagging up KD? I
1: mean, you kind of said it in terms of, I mean, he's going to be worth a lot, like. Like you just discussed, they're they're asking for draft picks, um, and I kind of don't see any way that it would be feasible um, without essentially crippling the the potential future of the team. Um, So even going back to Parody's comments earlier about like you know knowing that these assets are in their you know prime years right now, you know before they turn into liabilities, we've got to you know try to maximize potential. Um, I would love to see that. Uh, Katie join us join the team But I mean it just feels like a dream You know I I would love to just wake up to the Tweet tweet update of just like all right, They they figured it out I I don't Want to think about it if if they can come up with A way for it to work out I I would Love to see that but until that Day
2: I'm gonna keep dreaming Yeah I hear you I mean you gotta Ask yourself do you wanna Like it was like a couple years ago when the Heat were trying to think about trading For James Harden and they would have to give up Tyler Hero and they're like well Oh, no, they're trying to trade for Bradley Beal, my bad, not James Harden. And they're like, well, I don't know if I want to give up uh, Tyler Hero for for Bradley Beal, but why? They're like, oh, because Tyler Hero could be, like, a Bradley Beal-type player. Well, then just take Bradley Beal player right now. Yep. (laughs) You know, so it's like, do we want to do that? Like, A.J. Griffin is good. These type of players are good. But when you're going to be trying to play competitive basketball, those first-round picks— don't really mean much. So, like, you'll take that because you have the opportunity of also getting it. So you can survive the wave for sure. I think uh it's just how many because, you know, you can't do consecutive, like, first-round picks. You got to do, like, pick swaps or something like that in consecutive years. So it's going to be, like, stretched out, so you'd have to see how it would be structured. But, yeah, if it's something more than, like, four years of having to give up stuff, then I wouldn't want to do it. But four years, I would totally give up four years of pick flexibility for KD. I think that's a good line, four years. Well,
0: I mean, you know, I I suppose it depends on um, if you're okay with potentially winning one championship, and that's it. That's kind of what the Lakers did. (laughs) Yes, give
2: me that championship, man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we say that now because we haven't had one, but the moment we get one, we're like, yo, do it again. Yeah. It it becomes that. But, I mean, that's a nice place to live. We— I mean, transition, but we're going to talk about the Braves in a second. But they won one, and then they kind of – I don't even want to say they underachieved in the playoffs this season, but, I mean, I was hungry. I was ready for them to to get on back to it. But, um, yeah, I'll, I'll let us wrap up the bas- basketball takes before we dive into some Braves takes. Do you guys have other any other uh, Hawks takes or, or NBA takes before we move forward? Well,
2: Mayama's going to come out looking crazy, man. Oh, yeah.
1: That Yo. The yeah. hype is real.
2: He's, he is he is an alien, yes. He just needs to find a way to stay, like, strong. And, like, he's going to be, like, a KD-type player. He's not going to be bulky, but he just needs to be able to be, like, a strong core, like, mm-hmm. strengthen those knees up. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just worried about those knees just like, like, but he's going to be <laughs> crazy good.
0: You know what's crazy about KD is that he's skinny as fuck, but he's still a big-ass dude. Like yeah, man. Just that that body weight, you know, just regardless of how it's dispersed. So mm-hmm. I feel like yeah, Candy's has some tough injuries, but he he plays kind of like a big guy. You know, he's he puts some weight on you a little bit, especially if he's trying to get you know into the paint. Even if he's shooting fadeaways, like he could drop a shoulder into you, and I'm sure I'm sure them shits hurt. I mean, he's his
2: game. He, he's perfect. To, in terms of the, uh, his game aging is perfect. I mean, yeah, he he doesn't have to slash. He can catch it. Kd catch a shoot. I'll take that all day. Just sit, chill over there.
0: Yeah, you know, but or just put Yama, him in the
2: post. To let him back up, fade away. Whatever he wants to do, he can do that at a for another five, six, seven years.
0: Hell yeah! And then just spot up shoot for another five, six years after that, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which would be crazy. Yeah. Uh, but Weben Yama, I mean, same thing. Like he's skinny, but he's still got seven four of a body. That's like was, tall, man. Yeah. Yeah. So he he probably still could, you know, fuck some dudes up just from straight size. Uh, but yeah, I, I hope he, he stays. He can bulk up a little bit. And I am looking forward to him in the NBA. That dude looks so scary. But uh man, anyway, he's an alien.
1: Yeah. Very exciting. Very exciting future for the NBA. Um Yo. So I uh teased this a little bit, but I want to just wrap us up with a couple of Braves takes uh, to wrap up the Atlanta sports update. Uh, so, you know, for our listeners, first and foremost, I want to say, hey, baseball is boring again. It's trash. <laughs> if the if the Braves are not hitting hella home runs and wearing pearls and shit and and iced out Acuna, I don't want to see it. I'm not I'm not here for it. Obviously, we just had the uh, World Series wrap, wrap up and the asterisks. Did get another championship, but, you know, the world knows that they were cheating. I don't know how this time yet, but, you know, nobody trusts them. I know I know everybody on the team has been, you know, recycled out. Um, I, I can't remember if the uh they still got a uh, man. Uh, Do they still have a? Altuve? Yes. I, I got no idea. I don't watch
2: baseball.
1: Ah, uh, <laughs> OK. All right. Well, these will be my quick Braves <laughs> takes. But, you know, again, love to see the success of an Atlanta team, you know, especially when the Hawks and the Falcons are not winning championships. So I will give a salute to my Braves. Um They did win the pendant again this year. But I think the big thing in the 90s was like they won the pendant a bunch of times and only won the World Series once. Well, fuck them people who hate on that because it's still a lot of teams that didn't win any World Series is. So we'll take Man, I play. hate on it,
2: man. That's why I'm a fan anymore. We had three <laughs> Cy Young winners. We had... Chipper Jones, Andrew Jones, we got everybody, man. Rafael from Cal, bro. We had Javi Lopez, I mean, Eddie Perez. Like, that's such, like, I could, like, literally, they needed, like, uh, man, just Braves players were so good. And we only have one championship to show for it. And I was done. I was like, you know what, man, I'm done with this. And then when they went to Cop County, I was like, very fitting. This is your fan base. Go. Yeah, I'm and that's Get out elected. of my face. Let's let's go, Georgia State. Let's take over this place and <laughs> make this about the real Atlanta. Let's go. The oh, real yeah. GSU. Salute to Turner Field <laughs> out
1: there. No yes. more for Georgia State to the real GSU as well. <laughs> we may have some listeners that are uh Georgia Southern uh attendees, but you know. Boo y'all know, y'all know what it is. That's the uh, fake GSU.
2: Exactly. <laughs> How do you keep losing to a football program that just started? <laughs> Hey, um, but yeah,
0: recruiting from Atlanta.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So um, that I believe will wrap up, unless.
0: Well, I will say, I will on. say, um, for a very short period of time in October okay. 2021, baseball was so fun to watch. And then it got boring <laughs> as fuck really fast again. So yeah, you're right. You're right. But I just am like personally am just like very. It was such a unusual experience uh, to. Uh,
1: to enjoy oh, baseball. Observe a winner, pick a team that's <laughs> going to succeed. Listen, I've seen the Falcons almost succeed so many times. I, we don't have to get into it. We, but that's we a, a
2: winner sport. Baseball's a loser sport. You know what I mean? So do you <laughs> want to be a winner of a loser sport? You know what I mean? <laughs>
1: Hey man, at least in baseball they don't allow ties, so you know we're gonna we're just gonna. Throw I wish that they
2: would. Lee, there's a hundred eighty yeah, games you. and they, some games go to what? Eleven innings? extra
1: innings? That's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. What, what are we doing? What are we doing here? So.
0: Yeah, the Astros and the Cardinals went to like seventeen during the playoffs. I think.
1: Yeah, it it was yeah. something absurd.
0: Yeah, but real quick, so I actually went to a Braves. Uh, game against the Red Sox or I guess the Red Sox game against the Braves and this guy <laughs> Vaughn Grissom hit his fu- first home run and you I caught felt...
1: it whoa <laughs> nah, <dude. laughs>
0: but I've been wanting to get his rookie card but I haven't I- I've been like scouting him on eBay Yo, I get the Michael cards. Harris
2: what's up I've been buying cards I got into it oh baseball well, cards? How, how do you how do you not know baseball what's basketball good?
0: How do you know so it's
2: I, good? I had messaged this guy on IG that was like into like cards. And I was like, hey, man, can you help me out? You know, because my, Milo, my son, got was wanting to get into it. So I was like, I went to Target and bought the wrong packs. And I got tired of buying the <laughs> wrong shit. So I was like, you know what? Let me message this guy that was on IG. And he was like, oh, you want to get, I think he said Panini and Tops for baseball. But like um, there's a collectible store around the corner for me in Toco Hills. So I go there and uh well not around the corner, it's like fifteen minutes, but I was
0: about to say you live near Toko Hills? <laughs> no.
2: I mean it's like fifteen minutes without traffic, you know? Gotcha, gotcha. Or uh so uh he hooks it up and it's like, well you want this, that, the other. And so I man, I got a I got a Nikola Jokic oh there's another one, uh what is it? Optic. Optic is another brand as well. So um it's cool, man. It's kinda exciting, you know.
0: Yeah, man. I just want to say I was at his first uh, home run, and he might. You should get
2: his card, bro. Yeah, that's that's, I know totally. And then Michael Harris is cool too. That's the one guy that I that I would maybe tune in to watch the Braves for.
1: Yeah, breakout black rookie. Uh, He was center field, busting home runs and uh, snagging other potential home runs. So, yeah, salute to him. But uh, yeah think that's pretty much all we got oh yeah well that's that's who signed him right i presume i think so okay i'm team 990
2: you know what i mean so i always want to see new balances (laughs)
1: yeah i feel you is uh Kawhi with new balance as well yeah i'm trying to think what other athletes they even even got over there but okay that's. i don't think they have many athletes to be honest nah I'm, i'm sure they're looking to expand their profile uh, and I'm sure Under Armour didn't want that. That's why they gave uh, Steph Curry like a billion dollars. So eh, nobody <laughs> buys Steph
2: Curry's. Nah,
1: no. Nah, I'm just talking about the money they put in shoes. his pocket. Yeah, yeah. The kids do love it. Yeah.
2: Man, kids buy more Kyrie's than do Steph Curry's. <laughs> I'm sure that's also true.
1: For now, unless, well, actually, not because didn't Kyrie get dropped from his uh, Nike team uh, deal,
2: or did was that a fake Twitter? Uh, Man, I think they're going to get him back. They're going to get him back. Nah, man. If I was Kyrie, I wouldn't go back. I'd be like, uh, man. If you, good point. point. I mean, Kyrie go. Yeah. Kyrie gonna sell his shoes regardless of where he goes, man.
0: This is true.
2: Yeah, yeah. Agree. Because he's like one of the most followed uh, athletes on IG. He has such a young following, you know. And even as sometimes he puts his, says some stupid stuff, he's well intentioned. You know what I mean? Like he's not like out here trying to be malicious and divide people and shit like that. Yeah, so. it's interesting.
1: I, I feel like he has done a lot of like uh, legitimate philanthropic stuff, not just you know signing on the dotted line type shit. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's you know promoted a lot of you know minority opportunities. Uh, I think he's a big donor um, and, and facil- facilitator for like the WNBA and shit like that. So, I, yo, I definitely agree with you that he is generally speaking well intentioned. I think he just get well. One, he did you know like Chappelle said in this past SNL he uh, Kanye got in so much trouble that Kyrie
0: got in trouble,
1: <laughs> but uh, I think that was a big part of it. Yeah. 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 I think, you know, just timing, like, bro, you can't just be out here. You, you got to be aware. Yeah. like, I think his awareness of some, some of like his antics, cause they are antics, uh, get him into even more trouble than like what he normally would have been. I, I think he'd have been fine. If he had tweeted, tweeted this shit out, you know, two months ago and, you know, we all just were like, all right, Whatever, Kyrie, right, rather right. than what it is today
2: or yeah. last week or whenever. Yeah, flat, flat Earth Theory was his gateway drug or gateway theory. And this oh, yeah. <laughs> led to this. Yeah, I don't think he just didn't even watch that documentary all the way through, you know, because it's like it did say some wild shit in there. You know what I mean? So it's like, come on, man, what are you doing? You know, you rockin' the yeah. boat. <laughs> yeah yeah and
1: i think he likes to rock the boat which I mean, yeah man you know yeah. i can't, Sometimes I, I can't yeah yeah i can't tell you not to rock the boat but also like bruh you know and i mean it is what it is i i hate this anytime you know what what ends up happening is like the masses will kind of just pile onto a black man in media and you know call oh, him yeah. dumb and do this i i honestly even hate the shit with you know not to get political but like herschel walker the same shit is happening where like they're, people are just like I get it. He's a football player that has, uh, you know, most certainly suffered some concussions and probably has CTE. You know, we'll find out, you know, later after his life or whatever. But like the way that people insult his intelligence sometimes, I'm like, all right, guys, this is we're just demeaning. We're just we're just tearing down a, a political. Well, that's opponent a state rather of politics actually... now, though. <coughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but exactly, exactly. I
2: mean, it's not a question of like if he has CTE. It's a question of like. How many of his personalities have CTE? He <laughs> yeah, <laughs> big facts. Big facts.
1: Yeah. I'm not even trying to defend him or nothing. Yeah. I, I definitely feel it.
2: <laughs> I was just saying like the politics, man, yeah. and the fact that it speaks to the Republican voters, man. Like, it's like, come on, man. You really do. You're, you're just because they know he's going to vote straight. Yeah. Y'all, so
1: y'all will take anybody, huh? He's, he's yeah really so
2: they is. don't care you know they're like wow this guy really doesn't care he he'll go and make the vote and that's all they care about and so that's that's that you know they it literally doesn't matter who the candidate is
1: yeah but I, I, and I'm just tying it to to the way that people
2: will but no, for sure. or Kyrie for sure. and
1: stuff um, but, probably could have used know. a
2: better example than Herschel though that one is kind of tough yeah. to like find yeah. though that,
1: that one is personal to me based on oh. my own name so it, it's like oh,
0: man, every <laughs> I was time, about to say oh, Herschel you make sure leave. you ain't got some uh... yes,
1: PTSD <laughs> they be roasting and I'm like yo this hurts stop he's already dead stop ah. but you know <laughs> you know get out there and vote you know listeners y'all, y'all make sure y'all register <laughs> to vote Vote in this damn runoff, you know. I know Stacey ain't it, but uh, <laughs> do, we we got to do what we got to do out here, you know. Every, yeah. everybody just do a little better. That's that's
0: well, that's, we can go ahead and away. do a little transition. Um, that was the the sports update. You know, we got to get ATLP back on more frequently to sort of keep us updated and abreast of what's happening in Atlanta sports. I mean, if the Falcons go to the playoffs. We got to definitely get back on the podcast and discuss how the fuck that happened. But it's still within reach. So, you know. but Running we, the we, ball. We ju- we're just going to do I'll that. I'll tell you
2: right now. That's how. Running the ball.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, Cordero Patterson. I don't know if he's still been doing work, but he's that dude. He has. Um, but, yeah. So, we'll, we'll table that for now. We can just do like an Atlanta update. I guess maybe a Georgia update. Hershey, you already said it, but Stacey ain't it. I mean, I'm like, damn, I kind of feel bad because she's been doing work for, I guess, about five years now in terms of her attempt at the governorship. But she just ain't come through. Um, I did see something on uh, Charlamagne's new show. I think it's on Comedy Central, Charlamagne, the God's new show. And Killer Mike was on the show, and he was saying that he spoke with Um, Brian Kemp. And he was like, I mean, you know, he's a decent dude. He's okay, dude, you know, and I'm not in Georgia. So I can't say for sure. I mean, Stacey Abrams seems like, you know, like an automatic yes vote for me. But uh, I don't know, maybe there is something to be said about Brian Kemp. What do y'all think?
1: So um, and I'll jump in on this first, uh, as you guys gather your thoughts. By the way,
0: Herschel, before you go on, just remember that everybody thinks us black men ruined Stacey Abrams gubernatorial career. No, they. I what? mean, yeah,
1: that was. I think that was the thought beforehand. And then people saw this. Well, I don't think people saw the stats after because everybody don't look at the stats like we look at the stats here on RTBTH. But <laughs> the stats say that uh, it really was just white women, like white, white men, you know, already kind of tend to you know favor republican and you know he was a white man but like white women voting against their interests specifically in abortion rights was kind of the big place where uh i think that the ball was dropped for stacy um i also feel like she didn't run as strong a campaign this time around i i don't know that you know any of her thoughts or feelings were different from before i think she did maybe step in it a bit by So, so you know, yo, we're in the South. People like their guns. I think she had some commentary on gun control that could have been phrased a little better. And the way she phrased it scared a lot of people into being like, nah, this. Well, even if you're even thinking about, you know, something like whatever she proposed, I I can't remember. uh, You know, I'm off board on this. And then I think she dropped the ball in not highlighting the weaknesses and failures that Brian Kemp has had during his term most specifically multiple hospitals in the Atlanta area not ju- I think it's I mean I guess I'll consider this the state as well i think it's like five hospitals that have shut down since he's been um governor and some of that of course is you know a pandemic happened and it was stressful on on a lot of facilities but like that's where the government comes in you're supposed to uh you know uplift and support and and provide you know, outlets for them for these because, g- yes, hospitals to an extent, even public hospitals are, are businesses. They have a business to run. And, and you know, the way that covid kind of impacted them was incredibly taxing. But, you know, you're you're allowing our healthcare infrastructure to literally disintegrate in front of our eyes. Um, you know, as as my wife and I are looking for a new house, some of the conversations coming up are like, oh, yeah, we can't even. You know, do you even want to live on this side of town if, you know, my wife potentially could get pregnant and then, you know, we're like two hours from the next hospital? Like we're, you know, well outside the perimeter and Grady is the only place that we can really get to.
2: Hey, man, so, that builds warriors, bro. We're nothing wrong with being a Grady baby. No,
1: no, man. I love it. I, so I'm saying being too I'm far, a Grady baby, that's so why like, I,
2: I thought that out. What I'm saying is. <laughs>
1: We can't afford a damn house that's not two hours. No, nah, I'm just No, kidding, I honestly. hear you. But, like, yeah, in- interest rates, bullshit. You know, it is what it is. But, like, particularly in regards to uh, infrastructure that, you know, the government is in – or not the government. The governor is in control of. I think those are places where he dropped the ball where Stacey could have been like, yo – I need to be uh, 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 campaigning to these people who didn't vote for me the first time. All the black people were still going to vote for her. She was out there at Spellhouse Homecoming, coming dancing and doing whatever, making appearances with Warnock. Um, and I mean, yo, it's Georgia, man. I, I think that it was always going to be diff- difficult for her to win, even though we have had some Democratic governors in the past. I, I just wish, you know, that she had run a better campaign. I, I don't know how exactly that could be done, but... I mean, it seems like she made some some
0: missteps, which is probably pretty common for the Democrats. I feel like they just be miscalculating, except God, Joe Biden appears so dumb, man. <laughs> Joe Biden out here is like rally the whole troop um, to to get this, you know, these these gains
2: yeah. in the cancel these student loans,
1: bro. Let's go. But there's <laughs> every also time, the, every time he does that, he's got
2: to vote. But even that's being caught. In he's the not even courts. doing it though. Yeah, that's if oh, yeah, you being right. caught yeah, up in yeah. federal courts or superior or supreme Court or whatever. But, but the thing is also you have to keep in mind recency bias, right? Unfortunately, human beings only care about what's mm-hmm. going on right now. And the pandemic is kind of in people's, you know, like in the, in the back of their mind, especially in Georgia when the pandemic was only like two weeks long, you know, like we were living life like nothing happened. Yep. So like. That couple would then on top of that, Kemp holding his ground against Trump when Trump was trying to do that shit made man, him seem that was more big. moderate, right? So, yep. and then on top of that, you had people that were voting, um, for Warnock and then Kemp for governor, right? So it was kind of yep. like that split ballot. Split in the so, ticket, yep. um, that, that also played into account, but then also, man, people, I, I don't know what it is. They just don't like, like people that are on the fence, right? Because people that are on each wing, they're going to vote how they vote for, right? So they're going for the moderate. Your mod, the moderates who they vote for because that's the people that are on the fence, right? When it comes to a situation like Kent, because he had a good economy throughout this situation, that's what people cared about. They kept their jobs. They didn't know about anything going on in the pandemic. But with, um, with, uh, with Abrams and, and the Dems, they, they just, Kind of seemed all over the place. So the moderates that were trying to vote, they I think they just don't don't like Abrams. I don't know why. Like, like you know, I know some people personally that just were like, I just don't like her. It. And it's like, all right, but like, they're like, you know, what has she done? You know, she's she, she was went to Ivy League and now she knows what to do. And right. I'm like, I hear you. I mean, and she went that, to Spelman. She case. didn't go to Ivy League. Well, whatever it is, right? They're trying to say, like, she's just, like, yeah, somebody yeah, they're that making went to school. It's, it's a reason
1: that sh- they don't like her. Yeah,
2: for Yeah, sure. and I'm like, well, I hear you, but I was like, what did Kemp do before this? He was, like, a farmer, right? So, like, <laughs> and I'm not trying to downplay Kemp or farmers, you know what I mean? Like, farmers are very, you know, necessary in this economy, you know? Like, my dad it was an agriculture major, you know? But at the end of the day, like, you're just finding your reason. Right, and they, I think yeah. they just don't. Maybe they just don't like the way she looks. Like she's just like as we as stupid as that sounds. You know, everybody's into identity politics. Everybody's into whatever. Yeah. And maybe her messaging was also wrong. You know, like I think I saw one clip. I wasn't paying up too much attention until what was going on with their debates and stuff. Because it's like all right, whatever. But like I saw some of the clips I saw that made her on media. She like her answer was like always come back around like it has something to do with like abortion or has nothing to do with like gun rights but she would always bring it back around to that if she would have just stuck to like all the things that she does good like trying to raise education trying to you know um she works across the this like she works with republicans she has a track record of doing things that are fair and down the middle so focus on those things instead she was trying to do like you know The media bites and you trying to, you know, be articulate. And I think that may have bit her in the, in the butt because she just would have stood on what she was trying to go for. You know, for me, I'm all about why, you know, it's crazy. I have this theory that ever since schools were integrated, they purposely took away the infrastructures to make public education worth a damn. They didn't want everybody knowing at that time. Education was pretty solid because the people going to school was who they wanted to have the information. You integrate schools. I mean, you kind of look at the timeline. It's like what the sixties, seventies, the sixties is when they integrated. I think mm-hmm. the public public schooling has literally stagnated. Hasn't changed since then. Mm-hmm. Well, who was the last candidate that ran on raising education? And one, yeah, it's been a minute. So you know what I mean, like you know and that's a, and that's the backbone of of how you're going to try to transition in this in this new world is education and trying to bring back other type of skills right technology skills and you still need trade schools still need that but like there's no like adaptation and it's probably because of because what now all the people that were set in the 60s are now their kids are going to private school and private school has the connections and the curriculums and and Stacey could have ran on the education and probably could have got a lot of people. Education, abortion, and just sticking to what she was doing, I think it probably could have done a lot better for her. But I was actually surprised at how much the, the difference was. We should oh, yeah, say sure.
0: that Parodies is on the board of a charter school. So I'm guessing that you're very, very familiar with, with the uh, landscape of education in Georgia. And oh, man, ours. it's
2: terrible, man. They're not trying to educate anybody, man. That's tragic. It's crazy, Yeah, it's, it's, it's sad. Sad on yeah. Slam Atlanta, man. S- sports leadership, arts and management.
0: Hey, nice, turn nice. up. Air horns coming. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, you know, look, I, I haven't been following the politics. I've probably been, you know, a little too tapped in with the media, social media, clickbaity shit. But leading <laughs> up to the election, there was a lot of talk about black men being misinformed about Stacey Abrams and not voting for her. And I mean, there are sound clips of her. And then, uh, you know, I don't know the statistics perfectly. You know, this is r 2 We're not the wall street fucking journal. You know what I'm saying? You can look up the stats <laughs> yourself, but you know, apparently do your research.
2: <laughs>
0: <yeah>. <laughs> Feel free to check fact check us and send us an email. But my understanding is that the numbers were like 84% of black men voted for her and 92 93 whatever 95% of black women voted for her. So I'm like if if you guys were actually wasting your time trying to get votes that you already had, that probably was not the best strategy. Maybe you should have gone to talk to the people who weren't who who didn't actually vote for you. It's like a miscalculation. Hillary did it too. She like never went to Wisconsin or some shit like that, you know. It's like I I wasn't there, but I would have voted for Stacey like <laughs> you, you wouldn't have to tell yeah, exactly. me exactly. And I'm damn for sure. Not misinformed. That yeah. is a little It's the moderates,
2: right? She, she didn't speak yeah. to the moderates and trying to get them on her side. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of where I'm
1: coming from and just kind of feeling like she didn't run the best campaign that she could have. Cause just like you said, you know, everybody that was already prepared to vote for her already had made their minds up. We're going to the previous race was so much closer than this one is is Mm -hmm. the real thing it it really did feel like um because kemp at that time was like in political office he he was like he he ran the election he was like the election chair or some shit like that so there was also concern of like all right did this dude cheat i mean he held up applications, applications for sure yeah yeah so um even now though like you know four years or however many years later uh for the disparity to be what it is is just like There's a lot of questions um, that, you know, I think she should not that she should have to answer for. But like, all right, you ran two campaigns and they were very different. And they also had different outcome, you know, similar outcomes in that you lost both times, but different outcomes in how you lost. So I definitely feel like, sadly, her political career career is probably toast.
2: But uh,
0: well, I mean, you know, she could run for other things. Um,
2: but hey, maybe it's for the better. Maybe she's better suited to be a ground roots person that makes sure that yeah. people have the right to vote. And that's a big task to take on. Mm-hmm, so yeah. we're really going to see if she's really about what the work she was putting in and trying to make a difference or if she was in it for trying to like, you know, cause like what well, Keisha, like Keisha like did that whole stuff and now she's like up in DC, you know? Oh, yeah. And it's like, it's like, all right, man, were you trying to look out for the best interests of Atlanta or were you just trying to? You know, leg out level. and then make your way to DC, you know? You so think it's she like, was gonna try to run yeah. for national office, Keisha? I, I don't know. I mean, she maybe. she definitely, I mean, she's there now doing some working in some capacity, you know? I, I do so. think the
1: job of being Atlanta mayor was incredibly difficult for her. I think people, the job was hard because of the times, like a mm-hmm. bunch of shit was happening. And, and, you know, I don't know what's always asked of a mayor, but like, we shouldn't necessarily hear that much about like the mayor shouldn't be doing that many press conferences. It shouldn't always be her up here. Yo, I need the water boys to get off the street. Okay. I need y'all to not be tearing up the CNN center. I need, you know, it, it shouldn't be that um, our, our new mayor, Andre, something we haven't even, I, I haven't heard too much from him at all, which yeah. is great, which is lovely for me. Like, all right, bet. You know, I guess things are, are going chill, you know, as long as you're not Kasim Reed, you know, embezzling funds. Cause I thought, Until I found that out, that Kasim Reed was pretty good, too. But, you know,
2: who knows? You know, so. Yeah, I don't know. Man, I think they're all trying to work towards this cop city thing. We're trying to have that huge cop development. So when things are quiet, shit's going down. So just know that. Oh, yeah. Facts. Facts, no fiction.
1: fiction, fiction, fiction. Y'all make sure y'all register to vote and get out and vote early, especially in this runoff coming up. Uh, but, yeah, that's all I got for Georgia politics for now. Um, salute to Warnock. <laughs>
0: salute to Warnock, man. I'm going to go ahead and send my uh, fake absentee ballot. You know what I'm saying? Uh, because yeah, yeah it, it is
1: ridiculous that it's a runoff at all as well. I mean, but, you know, we don't have to get into it. That, Like you said, people are, were splitting their ballots to be like, all right, well, I can, you know, justify voting this way versus that way. And then, you know, the rest of Georgia does not look like Atlanta.
2: so. Yeah, you know, what? Bruh, if, uh, go ahead. What? What if people that were so disinterested in, like, not voting for Abram, right, they didn't want to go vote for Kemp either, but they're like, "Well, I'm definitely going to go and vote for A." Right, the people that are on the on the on the fence mm-hmm. that maybe have impacted Warnock's voter turnout as well because those guys definitely would have voted for Warnock. Uh, the people that chose people not that voted to for vote Herschel Walker Stacey. made it out to vote. There's no doubt about that. There's no. Oh yeah, yeah right so people that were swing voters were most likely probably like on a on a big pers- like uh, like maybe 70 30 split we're probably going to go towards warnock yeah we may need to you know diversify
1: our friend groups or whatever and find somebody that's a libertarian but i just don't understand and have them on the podcast but i don't understand how eighty thousand people voted for shane whatever the fuck uh I, I mean, I don't know who, who or what the yeah, dude that was guy. Right for, but, like, yo, if, if there was no hope for this dude to win in this election, like, why? What are you doing? Like, I get, you know, you're not supposed to think about it as throwing your vote away, but, like, bruh, for real? For, for real? Like, I, I didn't said, even see any hate ads for this dude. I don't know his name. If I see no hate ads, you're not a real candidate in my eyes.
2: He said they didn't do a good, good, good enough job of speaking to the people that voted for him. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, people gotta get out there. You know, this li- libertarian ideology is real, man. And uh, but
2: it, libertarian is what they they say they it's fiscally conservative look, and socially liberal. Uh, yeah, it's just small government
0: and yeah. by yeah, all But yeah, don't but
2: don't but don't you need like government money to pay for social programs?
0: Well. Yeah. I don't know if it's necessarily social programs but it's more so
2: like social rights like that type of deal. People should like be able to do whatever they want. Social programs.
0: Like like I think one thing like so so one thing that I've heard is that uh they like it if people can get money and then take that money to whatever school they want um as opposed to like allocating a certain amount of money to a, a school and then doing zoning. So it's mm. like, you know, People should be able to go choose, have the social right to go choose whatever school they want. You know, government shouldn't be involved. Well, that's what
2: that's the charter school movement, man. Just make sure it's a nonprofit charter school. And that's what that is, right? Because each charter school is paid by the student. So the government is paying you for each student you bring in.
0: Gotcha. So that's
2: essentially what they're talking about, right? So you just got to make sure that you have good regulated people to, like, good organizations to, like, regulate the charter schools they're approving. Uh But, I mean there's a there's a small movement going yo yeah. just to close up the
1: loop that dude's name is not Shane it is Chase Chase, Chase. Oliver the libertarian <laughs> candidate
2: for senate in Georgia Chase God Oliver God damn it Chase didn't know didn't know what a perfectly fitting name Chase Oliver <laughs>
0: I believe that's that's pretty much it you know what I'm saying um but that was that was a good podcast it was good to break down some of that ATL stuff you know well honestly this is like an, an interesting time for us to do a podcast like this. We usually do it at the end of the season or the beginning of the season. These kinds of like, you know, check in type joints, but it's like very in the middle. I mean, Hawks just started um, but meaning that we could look listen to this podcast a couple months later and, and things could be very different. So that means it's going good. to be ATLP's got to come back on the pod and make sense of it all. It's gonna be so crazy in the spring yes, when Kevin Durant comes to the Hawks. Yes, sir. <laughs> After I said it's not gonna happen. Right at yeah, the so trade deadline. The perfect... <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> Indeed. They're gonna, they're gonna pull a crocky and say, fuck them picks.
0: <laughs> hey man, if it's for if it's for one championship, it's worth it. Oh,
2: totally worth it.
0: Anyway, uh this is hashtag RTBTH and we are signing off peace, peace. 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 peace.